another edition of A&B Sports Media, the podcast. My name's AJ. I'm Bill. That was uh, that was concerningly quick. I have 27 minutes to go through a lot of you, things that we're going to go through real fast. Hold on. I do want to preface. This is a draft episode. So Bill, so Bill and I are actually in a fantasy football draft, so there won't be a lot of news per se, but Bill's, no def, but Bill's definitely got a lot of stuff for you. A lot of today, no today in sports history either. We're just going to keep moving right. on forward and we're going to make it settle, go settle, fast. Settle, we are going to go with the room room. We're going to go with the Formula One. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to go as fast as Max Verstappen was in the first time ever. Uh, Formula One is back. Um, like that was the Dutch Grand Prix in the Netherlands. Yay. Uh, guess who won? Who? Shocking. Max Verstappen. Wow. Uh, top three, though. Max Verstappen, Fernando Alonso, Pierre Gasly, and uh, Sergio Perez, P4. Carlos Sainz, P5. Uh, Lando Norris was P2 in the beginning of the race and then dropped the ball just like McLaren always does. I still don't like McLaren's new way of driving, and that's just me. What's the new way of driving? Sucking. <laughs> okay. That's it. Hamilton in six, good for him. Albon got some points for Williams. Hooray, Piastri. So double points for McLaren, good job. Uh, Lance Stroll in 11, so Fernando Alonso is quite literally carrying the Aston Martin team. Will they get better? No, they won't. Will they drop Stroll? No, they won't. I have 26 more minutes to get through. You have plenty of time, Bill. Plenty of time. But I want to talk really fast. fast, fast. Okay. Anyway, so that's all I got with Formula One right now. The Italian Grand Prix is next weekend coming up on Sunday, September 3rd at 9 a.m. Uh, so that will be fun to watch. So we'll be keeping an eye on Formula One and watching how many points Max Verstappen wins by the end of the year. Okay. <sighs> So, we have two UFC events uh, that just went by these past two weeks and one future one coming up. First and foremost, we're going to go back to UFC 292, Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. This was on Saturday, August 19th at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time in Boston, Massachusetts. A um, lot of good fights going on here. Uh, early prelims, not really much going on. Uh, but the prelims, though... I was very excited to see the first or the last two of the prelim card, Gregory Rodriguez and Dennis Tillilin. I still don't know. It's T I U L I U L I N. Tillilin. Yes. Yeah. Gregory Rodriguez, he won in the first round via knockout. Are we surprised? No. But are we happy that he won? Yes. It's a good bounce back from his previous loss to that another Brazilian fighter. Um, I don't know where he's going to go from there. He may probably still fight on ranked opponents for at this point. I don't know. I don't know what his career is going to be. But we love Gregory Rodriguez because his name is Robocop, and we love him for that alone. Second up on the prelims, the last one, the return of Chris Weidman, and he fought Brad Tavares. Um, Chris Weidman before, yeah, Weidman before this fight, um, Broke his leg after one leg kick against Uriah Hall. He had a bunch of surgery done, and now he's back in action. And when I mean back in action, he went into the ring, he got kicked in the leg, same one, and he fucked it up again. Ooh. Um, it's time to tire, retire, Chris, whether you like it or not. I know you don't know me. I know you don't care about me. But you're pushing it. It's not worth your health. Even Dana White is saying stop. So stop. Even Dana White saying stop? Yeah. Oh, geez. He doesn't want people to get hurt. Also, he probably has a still a very strong, expensive contract, so getting paid to get beat up all the time isn't really worth it to them. Nah, that's true. Yep. Uh, moving on to the main card, because uh, a lot of good fights happened on this one. First and foremost, a Bantamweight fight, uh, Cheeto Vera versus Pedro Munoz. 
Just an overall good technical fight between the two. Cheeto Vera won via unanimous decision. Um, and we're going to see where he goes after this. I will bring him back up at the championship level in a minute. Uh, we're going to go right into the Bantamweight bout. Damon Blackshear versus Mario Batista. This was also another unanimous decision for Mario. But props to Damon Blackshear for taking a short notice fight for se uh, off seven days. Got to make your money somehow, and that is one way to do it. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, welterweights, uh, we have Ian Machado Gary versus Neil Magny. This was a huge one. Um, Ian Machado was really, uh, originally supposed to fight somebody else due to an injury that got, um, I think it was Joff Neal, but, uh, it got canceled. So Neil stepped in at an early replace, um, late replacement and took the fight. This was 15 minutes of Ian piecing him up, throwing kicks, uh, shots, body shots, head shots, every type of shot. It was an absolute beatdown. He called out Wonderboy, but it doesn't seem like Wonderboy wants to take that fight. I think Wonderboy's trying to fight Usman, if I'm correct, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, overall, just a good time for Ian to figure out who he's going to fight next, somebody in the top 15. I would have said Kevin Holland, but unfortunately he is now fighting Jack Della Maddalena, and that's also a rank down, so he should be fighting upwards. I don't know where, but it will happen eventually. Okay, women's strawweight title bout. We had Zhang, uh, Zhang Weli versus Amanda Lemos. Um, this was classified as a absolute beatdown. Basically, just to give a rundown, Zhang put on such a performance and striking, it it really like shows the levels in the division. Lemos not saying that she didn't have a chance. She had some very good, strong shots when she hit. And she had a submission attempt that actually was very close. I got to give her credit. Um, let me put it like this, though. There was the total strikes. 20, 296 for Zhang. 29 for Lemos. Oh, my God. 20, only 29 punches thrown. That's Jesus. it. Jesus. That is it. So, yeah, unanimous decision for Zhang. Are we surprised? No. Who will she fight next? I have no idea. Um... If I know Rose Namajunas, Namajunas, whoever, Rose, you know, the bald lady we love. Um, yes. If she wins again, maybe, but I'll get back into her because she's actually coming up, I think, this week. Yeah, this weekend she'll be fighting. So keep that in mind, and I'll bring back that. Lastly, we have the main event itself, the main card of the main event. Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. And oh my. I was genuinely surprised. Not that surprised, but genuinely surprised. Uh, Sean O'Malley won via knockout in the second round at 51 seconds. It was very impressive. He put the he put so much pressure on Aljamain that it caused Aljamain to break from his plan to, um, you know, stay calm, cool, collect it, go for the takedowns. It worked the first round. It was going great. But Aljamain threw one punch that Sean Fainit threw a nice overhand right or straight right, knocked him down, got him on the ground, beat him up, the end. So Sean O'Malley is now your current champion of the bantamweight division. Now, with that being said, there is a lot that um, wants to be done in this case. More specifically, you have what's going to happen with Al Jermaine. There's a talks about an immediate rematch. Sean O'Malley doesn't really want that. He's up for it. But he actually wants to fight Cheeto Vera again because that was his one loss. So he wants to avenge that loss. 
and beat the ever-living shit out of them. Um, you also have Marab uh, Dashavili, who is technically the rank two, although he was ranked one this whole time. Him and Aljamain will not fight because they are training partners. So Marab may have a chance. Henry Cejudo could also get in there too. Corey Sanhagen is also making a very good attempt to fight for the belt too with his pre, uh, more recent wins. I would like him to fight somebody in the top five again, not Peter Yan, uh, maybe Cheeto Vera. That would actually be a good one for a title eliminator, and we'll see where that goes. But otherwise, though, congrats to Sean O'Malley for winning that fight. We'll see the Sugar Show or the Sugar Era beginning now, and we'll just see how he handles it. But it does not mean anything against Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain was a hell of a champion, whether people liked him or not. Um, he is still one of pound for pound the best. He has beaten Henry Cejudo. He has beaten TJ Dillashaw. He has beaten Jan after that debacle with the first one. So it's not like his title defenses aren't, you know, illegitimate. Yeah. He did the right things. It was unfortunate how he received the belt, but when he got the belt, he made that run well and held it well. Unfortunately, he got outstruck here and a little bit out psyched because of all the feints that Sean O'Malley does. But props to Aljamain Sterling for being one of the better Bantamweight champs. Um, if he had to fight anyone, I mean, he's already fought Sandhag and Cejudo and Jan. Uh, technically, he could fight Murat, but that's not going to happen. So I don't know what, where Aljamain is besides an immediate rematch. Um, we're going to move on into... The next uh, event that happened the previous weekend, we're recording on August 28th, um, and this was the UFC fight night of Max Holloway versus Chan Sung Jung, a.k.a. the Korean Zombie. This was a legacy fight for everyone that saw it. Uh, this was potentially the Korean Zombie's last fight, um, and we'll talk about it more when we get there. Uh, regarding... So this card was in Singapore, um, and this was an early one. I mean, 8 a.m. early. So I got to wake up and actually watch this from beginning mm-hmm. to end. Um, a lot of people from Asia in here, uh, unfortunately, they didn't do so how, so well. Sengwu Choi uh, rock, rocked it out for Korea. Uh, Song Kennan took it for China. And then oh, I actually think that. Uh, oh, yeah, Rinya Nakamura, which I'll get back to, won Japan. That was actually a good fight. Um, but otherwise, regarding any other fighters from the Eastern era, East, not so lucky. Uh, moving on, though, we're going to just go, really talk about the main card in this because I don't know the uh, prelims. I didn't actually watch those fully. Junior Tafa versus Parker Porter. This man, Parker Porter, got knocked out by Junior Tafa in round one. At one minute and 24 seconds. Fun fact, there's a brother of Junior Taffa, Justin Taffa. And guess what he also did? Knocked out Parker Porter. (laughs) So Parker Porter has lost to both Taffa brothers. He hates that family, dude. He does. He probably does. Um, Real quick uh, for that, Junior Taffa's on the rise along with Justin Taffa. We'll see how that goes. I don't know if they're ready for ranked heavyweight yet. I know the heavyweight's kind of thin. So maybe the top 15. I think DeLima just lost to Derek Lewis. So if they want to give him that or his brother, I say go for it. Uh, heavyweight's very thin when it gets down to the bottom bottom 10, I'd say. Yeah, bottom 10. Um, at, Not even. I'd say bottom. Uh, no, bottom 13. I'd go with that. 
But uh, beyond that, Aaron Blanchfield versus Ta- uh, Talia Santos. This was just a good overall mixed martial art fight. Aaron played to her strengths very well. Talia actually looked very strong in the first round. But the last two rounds definitely went to Aaron. Um, def- great ground control, or not ground, great uh, takedown attempts. She was pushing her on the cage. It was making her get the points that are making the judges sway her in that decision. Good striking, good takedowns. Overall, Aaron just played textbook good fighting. So overall, she took the unanimous decision. Aaron, I believe, is still ranked three in the women's flyweight. She could probably, at this point, whoever wins against Grasso and Shevchenko, whoever wins, Aaron will probably fight. We'll see how that goes. Uh, moving on from there is, uh, oh yeah, Rinia Nakamura versus Fernand Garcia. This was 15 minutes of Rinya showing off, basically. He was just, he's the Dana White contender series, or road to UFC, I forget which one it is, of Singapore. So he was a part of one of those Dana White shows that only get 12K to get on the UFC contracts. Yeah. But he won uh, in spectacular fashion. Excellent striking, excellent ground game, hell of a lot of takedowns. Very good job, Nakamura. I'm surprised he didn't get performance at a night, honestly. But either way, good for him. Lastly, we had, or not lastly, third to lastly, we had a featherweight bout, Alex Oasis versus Giga Chickadazi. Chickadazi. Yeah, Chickadazi. This one was actually a lot of back and forth. Alex is more of a kung fu fighter, so you saw a lot of flying kicks, um, striking, everything like that. He looked like he was just enjoying it, but Giga had the stronger punches. Um, Overall, unanimous decision to Giga. Not mad at that. We saw how it was going. I understand. I wanted Alex to win because Alex has been fighting since I first started watching mixed martial arts way back when Ultimate Fighter was airing on TV. Mm-hmm. So I was glad to see him finally get into the ranks, but I don't know how long he's going to really hang out there. But, hey, give him another shot. Maybe. I don't know. But we'll see. Giga has to fight up. The question is who. He's lost to Calvin Qatar. Hell, he could fight Josh Emmett. That would actually be a pretty good one to do, make Josh Emmett that last fight for him because I think Josh is going to retire. He's not fighting Ilya Torpia because he's probably going to fight Volkanovski next, but we'll see. A night heavyweight bout to co-main, Anthony Smith versus Ryan Spann. Anthony won via decision. This one was actually the only fight I didn't watch because I had to run around for a little bit. But this one's actually the second time they fought because Anthony Smith hates Ryan Spann due to some bullshit comments. And he took it to him. Anthony won. Very proud of him. Alrighty. And lastly, we have the featherweight uh, bout at the end, the main event, Max Holloway, the flying Hawaiian. That's not actually his nickname. That It is blessed. Versus the Korean zombie. I have to move. I can't move okay. Cut. <laughs> And it was a hell of a walkout. Um, this was done in Singapore, like I said. So this was huge for the Korean Zombie. This was basically his retirement fight, depending how it went. If he won, he probably still kept going. But in this case, unfortunately, in the third round, he went out guns blazing, though. And he knew he was losing. So instead of, you know, holding out for five rounds, he just went uh, balls to the wall against Max. Max respected it, and they just went at each other. Got clipped, got knocked down. Max didn't fail, follow up with any shots, but the respect. And won the, Max won the fight via knockout. On the way out, too, there was um, the Korean Zombies intro song, It's Always Been Zombie. And the 
entire stadium was singing it, giving him an ovation towards the end. Very respectful. Very sad how it ended, but unfortunately, there's always going to be one loser when it comes to UFC or mixed martial arts. Max, unfortunately, is still ranked one. He's 0-3 against the champion. I don't know what's coming next. If he, for some reason, is not fighting Ilya right away, Max will probably fight him next, but we'll see how that goes. I have no idea. But congrats to in a retirement to the Korean zombie. Hopefully, congratulations. he stays that way, too, because, God, I don't want him to keep coming back out to get hurt again. Anyway. Yeah, some people just don't listen to Father Time and just keep going until, you know, it's Chris too late. Weidman, Tony Ferguson. You too. Um, we're going to move on to next week's event, UFC Fight Night, Gone versus Spivak. This is on Saturday, September 2nd at 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time in Paris, France. This is actually not, I don't really care about the card as much. No offense to the fighters on there. I love the Paris card, though. Surprisingly, Paris, France, you have some really dedicated fans, and I appreciate that. Like, it's... They are very dedicated. They will sing anthem songs throughout the entire event and really hype up your um, fighter. Um, I'm only going to really focus on the main card as I don't know. I know that guy, but I'm going to come back to him. Actually, <laughs> I know him. I know him. I'm going to come back because I need to double check if this is correct. Because if this is the right guy, I think he did no no he was the one that lost hang on that's weird there was another guy i'm gonna double check one other person but i think that's it Uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm trying to figure out where this dude is and i hate how they uh i have no idea all right, moving on. There was a fighter from Tajikistan that I brought up last time that came on out of nowhere. Um, like, he was a... He fought Jack Della Maddalena. Not Jack Della Maddalena. He fought Jamie Malarkey and then lost. Or won. But I don't know where he is. So I'm moving on. Uh, we're going to just go with the top four. Because usually they're pretty good. Uh, light heavyweight, you got Vulcan Ozemir versus Bogdan Guskov. This is going to be... Some interesting fight because even Bogdan, uh, Bogdan doesn't even have a photo. Look at it. Just wow. a silhouette. Solid. So no idea how that's going to go. He's that fast. Exactly. Uh, lightweight, but not St. Denis. Or Denis. I'm going, uh, what's it called? Denis. San Denis. I'm going San Denis. Denis. Uh, he's fighting Thiago Moses. This is going to be a good light uh, lightweight bout. Uh, but now it's been on a pretty good tear. So we're going to see how that goes. Really just focus on the two main, uh, co-main and the main. Like I said, women's flyweight, uh, Manon Foriat versus Rose Namanunas. Um, Rose is our lovely bald-headed former women's flyweight champion. Um, this is actually a really big fight for her. Rose, unfor- not unfortunately, Rose lost the belt against um, Carla Esparza in very lackluster fashion. That title fight was probably the worst title fight I've ever seen in my life. It was probably the worst mixed martial arts fight I've ever seen in my life. And overall, not good. I don't know how that um, how she is going to bounce back from that. Hopefully she watched film and realized this fight will never be able to happen again and has to go at a whole new level. Um, Manon, if she, 
Rose doesn't come out swinging, you better come out swinging and you'll take it and then go fight for the belt. Go for it. Um, heavyweights, you have Cyril Gaon versus Sergey Spivak. This is a big step up for uh, Sergey as he's ranked seven. Cyril Gaon is ranked two. Cyril Gaon actually is on a, I think, two-fight losing skid, losing to Francis Ngannou and John Jones. Both to wrestling, they actually removed... Oh, nope, they did put Ngannou there. Um, I'm sorry, he's not on a two-fight losing streak. Lost to Ngannou, beat Sai Tuivasa, then lost to John Jones. Um, Sergey does have a wrestling background, so this is a good chance for Sergey to jump himself up into the top five. I'm not going to take any sides on this, but Cyril Gaon, when he was last here in France, had the whole entire crowd singing to him and gave him that star power. It was incredible. I will show you the video later. It's fucking wild. Um, But overall, it's going to be a close fight. I think it's actually going to be very close. If uh, Sergey can get in and out, uh, inside to get the takedown against uh, Cyril, I I think he has a good chance. But that is all I have for Mixed Martial Arts. We have our draft coming up in 6 minutes and 25 seconds. Uh, no, Bill. Refre- oh. Refresh. Oh, I got to refresh? Refresh. You'll see it in a second. Oh. 49 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. You ready? Because you're number one pick, baby. Oh, shit. Who the hell am I picking first? Who should I pick first? I'll. This is the only time I'm ever going to give you who you should pick. Who should I pick? Uh, it should be between J- Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. Right. I would highly recommend Justin Jefferson. How do I uh, go to that spot? So you see where it says draft room? Draft room. Where's that at? Yeah, I'll, hold on. You can see it. Ah, right there. Oh, right there you are. I got you. Okay. I'm figuring this out. All right. I'm going to take this guy. This is Bill's first year. so it's. Uh, Ooh, I have auto pick. Huh? I can auto pick everything. Don't you fucking dare. Don't you even dare. I will actually ban you from all my events. I will do that one more time. All right. So I get two picks no matter what because I see the Josh Allen or no. So Josh Allen's your keeper, right? Okay. For those who need a refresher because it seems like Bill does. Yep. uh, Keepers are essentially uh, people that were on your team last year that you plan on keeping this year. It's just pretty much like you keep them for free instead of having to reset everything and then doing all that kind of stuff. Um, So essentially this year what we were doing is – Did it start? Sorry, I'm sending my – our potty, our podcast. Yeah, they should have fucking did it a while ago. I'm offended at all. Um – did, has it been 40 seconds? Oh, no. So I, I can start the draft whenever. Drafting now. Okay. Let's refresh. Uh-oh. I hear my mother. Here she comes. Here's my mother. What? No. No, you're 12th. Bill's up. No. no, me. So ready, Mom? Holy shit. No, go to the draft. I no Did I pick go him? Here. Okay. Click. Did you draft him? I don't know. Oh. No, you didn't. Yeah. See, it says drafting now. Is yeah. What I mean? No, your draft position 12. Oh. See, now you're in. Okay. Right? So now I can pick whoever I want. When it's your pick. Right. Okay. And yes. I'll know because they'll tell me something. Uh, yeah, it'll say you're drafting now. Say hi to the podcast, Mom. Hello. Oh, um, I'm a little stressed trying to play fantasy <laughs> football on my own, although I am a two time winner. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she auto picked the last few times. So, Matt, um, no wonder why I, you don't want auto pick. Well, I also just want her to be you know more active because the past few years she really hasn't. 
Um, mm. But, yeah, this, this is going to be a fun year. So, Austin picked – of course he would pick Tyreek Hill. Yeah, of course he would. Austin picking a good old Miami Dolphin. Ram going first surprise. Not really. He's a Dolphins fan. Uh, so Bill, who do you think you're going to pick next? Um, I see that I need two running backs, a wide, and one more wide receiver, a tight end, a flex, which I don't know what that means. So flexes are, it could be running back, wide receiver, tight end. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's, it's pretty much, it's just like open positions that you can kind of, um, you know, maneuver around. I have an like idea that. for one of those at least. And then the defense. And then Derek picking Jamar Chase. Thank God. I, I'm going to tell you exactly who I'm going to pick. Who are you going to pick? It's AJ Brown. Yay. Yeah, cuz I'm I'm getting I'm getting one goddamn AJ in my league. So, there's lore in the uh, I, I'm also in a dynasty league. A dynasty is um, every year you keep the same team. The only thing you're doing No, don't don't actually say this, Bill. <laughs> I was typing out something. You, you, if, you if you want, no, you I'm can. Um so dynasties are essentially you keep the same exact team. You just draft rookies. So pretty much every year, it's like it's kind of like being a GM. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um. And Derek, my good friend Derek, he actually has AJ Brown. Me being AJ, I want him, and him being on the Eagles, I want him even more. But he he will never give him to me. So I'm at least getting AJ Brown in this goddamn year and in this goddamn league, so I can at least enjoy it when he scores so many tutties. But uh, so Bill, I, I'm I'm going to give you some hints. Okay. Um, I'm actually confident that it is a solid 80 to 90% luck. Whoever wins. Cool. The only thing that makes it like 10%, excuse me, 10% said, is the, come on, dude. huh? Who said come on, dude? It's the sleeper, the sleeper ah. because he wasn't, he was taking too long. Um, the only reason it's like 10% not luck and it's actually a little bit of skill. It's just because, you know, you have to pick uh, specific people and specific consistent people. Make sure you're getting people that have a good amount of volume, especially if they're running backs. Yeah. Make sure they're getting a lot of touches. Wide receivers, make sure uh, this is PPR or okay. half PPR. Do you know what that means? No. So PPR is points per reception. Okay. So every time they get a catch, they get half a point. Okay. A lot of time, a lot of people like to do PPR, um, but it just it inflates wide receivers' values a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, uh oh, Isaiah might actually snake AJ Brown for me, and I'll be really fucking pissed, like really pissed. I'm waiting to see if he does it so I can laugh more. I'm actually terrified here, like genuinely terrified. <laughs> I am waiting. He picked him. No motherfucking way did he genuinely <laughs> do that. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I am so pissed. I am laughing at his pain. Oh, my God. This fucking... This ruins my... Actually, this ruins my whole season. As I'm telling him, he's banning him. <sighs> My God. I have never... I know who I'm going to pick. I'm just going to be so fucking pissed that I picked him. Yeah. <sighs> there you go. I picked CD Lamb. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm actually... He's depressed. I've never seen him so annoyed. Cause that was my whole plan. That was my whole plan. Hold on, let's see what. 
Mom, I'm putting you on speaker. What's up? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, so how do I find if I want it? So no, the person I want isn't in the list of the position that I want, then they're not available. But I didn't see anybody pick them. So go to where it says all. You should be able to see them. Yeah. Who do you want to pick? Do you know who I want to pick? I want to be saying it out loud on your It's your here. It's your pick. It's just your turn. You have no. 20 seconds. <laughs> I want to pick Jalen. Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Oh, because he's lower down. So you oh, pick, shit, you so pick, you pick, well, just honestly pick a higher person right now. Cause you're going to have, a, you have, you you pick again. Like you, oh, you're, I you're back to back. Oh shit. And it's almost over anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. You got Travis Kelsey. He's already, yeah. he's, he's a keeper for someone. So he's already picked. Well, what the hell am I supposed to do with that then? Uh, pick someone who's not, you All know, right, well, a keeper. Go where it says find player. Type he's, in Hurts. He's already picked, Mom. Oh, you said he's not. He is. I said he's kept. No, he's right. Okay, well, let me go find somebody else. See y'all. You have 37 seconds. Okay, thanks. Bye. That was fun. Ha. She actually has Mahomes. Oh, no, yeah, she has. She, she kept Mahomes. Nice. Even though she had Mahomes. So this is already a fucking mess. Let's see if she... Uh... Nope. She will not be finding anyone. So this is why you don't let... You don't let... Oh, look at that. She picked for herself. I'm so proud of her. Oh, my God damn it. I got snaked back to back. That sucks to So my hard. original plan was draft AJ Brown, because I'm, I'm pick number 10, and then snake draft, so I would have... Uh, in four or five picks, I would be up again. And I wanted to pick Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs just got picked right before me again. I am I am so fucking pissed, dude. Uh, who do I want? Here's the issue. What? Garrett Wilson. Nope. Oh, no, you picked Garrett yeah, Wilson. Yeah, I picked Garrett Wilson. I'm, I'm at least not letting Derek... Get fucking Garrett Wilson, dude. I'm not. This is some bullshit. I'm actually really... They're all talking shit on you. <sighs> this is so annoying. I'm having a blast. Mom's back. No, she's not back yet. Never mind, she's not back. So, Der Isaiah, I know you listen to this podcast, and I know you'll definitely be. He's plotting your demise. Oh, Waddle. Jalen Waddle. going to piss off Austin. <laughs> so, Isaiah has already pissed off me by picking A.J. Brown and Austin by picking Jalen Waddle, even though, uh, you know, he has Tyreek Hill already. But, Isaiah, I will be texting you every single day day for a trade for aj brown i said do it every single hour i no because you know i want to live a little bit of the day every two hours uh nick Damn chubb it, i actually want to chubb you did <laughs> yeah so who do you know right now on on when you hit all who do you know josh jacobs tony pollard jonathan taylor Najee harris mark andrews i don't know do you actually know these people or no i know the top four okay i don't know how well they are 
I just know the top four. So Josh Jacobs, I believe, was number one running back in all the league last year. I got you. And he just he literally he was holding out in camp and he just inked a deal one year twelve mil yeah. with the Raiders. So he's back with the team. So he wouldn't be a bad pick, but I doubt he gets to you. So a little fun fact, if you uh, just click all real yeah. quick so I can show you. Um, if you scroll down, it'll actually show you. Oh, you are holding that. Nah, that's the thing. So it'll actually show you. Oh, I guess you don't have that. Mm-hmm. So here, look, look for mine. Ready? Yeah. See how it'll say the round pick and stuff like that. Uh, it'll show you who would necessarily would be right before. Got it. Um, so you can kind of like you know, yeah, strategize a little bit. Yeah, I ain't doing any of that. Um. For those who are ever interested in getting into fantasy football, I would actually highly recommend it. As yep, there goes Jacobs. As um as much as this is definitely like it seems overwhelming, once you're in the season, you have your team and you watch your team performing and stuff like that, it's so much fun. And it it only gets better, especially this being such like a popular like thing in America. People are going to be talking about their teams all the time. You'll be, you know, just talking like you'll. I've literally switched phones with multiple people just to kind of like talk about their teams and be like, "Wow, that's crazy!" What some of the trades you 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 like kind of uh, pulled out your ass stuff like that. So it's really fun. Then each league has its own type of lore. Um, my, lore? Uh, they have lore. We have lore. We have lore. So Mikey did this perfectly. He uh, set me up as the villain. And then anything, and then anything I would do, everyone would just call me Roger Goodell when I'm corrupt and everything like that. So I just leaned into it. So this is my fucking league, bitches. I haven't, I don't think I've been in playoffs <laughs> um, once since you know the whole dynasty and uh, frat house leagues kind of conjoined a little bit. But fuck you. Uh, yeah, Calvin Ridley in the second round, really? Man hasn't played football in like two years. Goddamn. All right, Bill, your pick's coming up. Who are you looking at? I have no idea yet. <laughs> uh, let's see who you got. So you can – Jonathan Taylor's – he's probably going to get traded within the next few days, so that's not bad. It's – it's. see, that's where it kind of gets rough, though, is that, like, you have to hope that he gets traded or else he's just going to hold out and yeah. try and get all that kind of stuff. Um, Najee, he's always going to get a lot of volume, but I don't know. I'm just – I'm never a big fan of him. Yeah. I'd, I mean, it, this is where a lot of people's strategies kind of come into play too, because you can pick a tight end round I'm two. Wait on a tight end. Yeah, I would, I would do that as well. T. Higgins, he's not that bad. I don't know if he, if he's round two, but mm-hmm. this is where things kind of get interesting, especially towards the end of round two. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys um, ever are doing fantasy football and ESPN is really just pissing you off, we're not even sponsored. I just really love this app. This app's called Sleeper. This app, um, I think it came out, I want to say, right before or during the 2020 season. Um, I believe it was, it was, it was right before. Um, essentially, they just kept adding things. They listened to the community a lot. They, they, really, they really made this into a, a very special app for fantasy football, especially when it comes to Dynasty. Um, and they only are getting better. Actually, they started adding like a whole bunch of other sports now. Um, they do baseball, basketball. What did you say about stuff. Jonathan Taylor? So Jonathan Taylor, I'll I'll be very brief. Really great running back, like top tier talent. The only problem is he he's holding out on a contract dispute, and uh, he's supposed to get traded within the next few days. But if he doesn't, that's where things get really fucky lucky. All right. Well, I'm not doing that then. I need well, to. you have two back to back. See, Travis. 
Oh, Etienne, that's not a bad pick. Joe Mixon. I'm done with my running backs. Oh, all right, bet. Sweet. So you left JT on the table. Let's see if Cam picks JT. Mm-hmm. Cam really holding off. Cam with McCaffrey and Higgins. That's not bad. I probably need a running back too, but the more years that go by, the more I, I start going towards the zero running back strategy, which is you really just kind of like put a, a rigmarole um, of running backs together and you really just pick like really good wide receivers. Oh, there's Metcalf gone. Yep, there goes Metcalf. So I might I might roll with that. Hmm. Intriguing, intriguing, intriguing. All right, so no matter what, I always I always get two picks from now on. Uh yeah, so you're always kind of going one two one two yeah. one two. Just that's just the nature of it. But your team's actually for, so you're technically not going to pick your first one I since that's your keeper. One, yeah. yeah, um, you actually have really so Billy has Justin Jefferson, Travis Etienne, Joe Mixon, and and his keepers Josh Allen, who which will be in the fourth round. Yeah, um, I forget if I did go over this. Keepers are people that you have from last year. Um, we are doing a rule this year where whenever you, wherever they were drafted last year, so for Billy, um, the team that he inherited actually drafted Josh Allen in the fourth round. So this year, being its keeper, he gets to keep Josh Allen at that same fourth round. So we're doing that. So it's really changed like a lot of uh, people's strategies. So for instance, um, someone has Jalen Hurts round five. Someone has Devonta Smith round six. Someone has, uh, where is it, uh, Kenneth Cooper. Walker at, uh, at nine. So it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. And then, oh, Austin has Tua at round 13. So it really does kind of change, like, what you do because most of the time your keepers are just your first round. Okay. So, you, so you, don't, you don't even have to keep a keeper. Most people do. But I like this because it makes you really think, like, all right, who's a steal? Who's someone that I can yeah. keep? Um, what we're doing next year, though, is or what we're, we're going to discuss is next year you can't keep a person two years in a row. So we're bringing back kickers. No, we're not bringing back kickers. Kickers are the bane of our, of my existence when it comes to fantasy football. But that's why I get Jake Elliott and win the whole thing. You can pick up Jake Elliott if you want, but it's just going to take up a spot on your bench. Nah, you don't I have, have that. I have, a, I have a ace in the hole. Really? Yeah. But really? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious I'm, now. I'm waiting for the flex, though. The flex? Oh, so you're getting your, your main people? Yeah. Um, hmm, let's see. Oh, yeah, I already have Damian Pierce in on seventh round. Ramondre Stevenson, tenth, too. That's kind of nutty. Um, yeah, I might I might roll with another wide receiver, to be honest. Who do we, we still got on the, on the board? DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, Judy... I don't really like these guys as much as they're they're very uh, Terry McLaurin. I definitely can, I definitely like, but Judy was hurt. DeAndre Hopkins is, is starting to get up there in age. Um, hmm, this is interesting. Do I though? Hmm. Now nah, Isaiah is gonna pick who you're thinking of. He probably will because he already did it once, and he's gonna piss me the fuck off. He's gonna do it again. He watch. He'll pick Brees Hall. And that's who I'm looking at right now. And I'm going to be so upset. I was going to say DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to be so. Oh, he picked Miles Sanders, actually. Okay. Uh, let's let's see all. So, huh. this is where things get interesting because I could pick a, a decent QB right now. Or. Do you not have a QB? No, not right now. Oh. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm going to pick Breesaw. 
Nice. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to hope that Justin Herbert falls to me. Ah, Justin okay. Herbert's my dynasty guy, and he's also he's just one of my favorite QBs in the league at this at this current moment. Mm-hmm. So how are you liking your first draft, Bill? I'm confused. You're confused? I don't even know if all these people are going to be playing. Like, do I are they all going to be playing at the same time? What do you mean? Or, like, you know, I always found fantasy as, like, you had to make it as a team and play, like, pick those people to play for that weekend. Yeah. Do you it's, do that here? Yep, it's week by week. Week by week. So, so I can so only have one running back out then. No, so you – so your lineup consists of one QB. Yep. Two running backs. Okay. Two wide receivers. Yep. One tight end. Okay. Three flexes, which could be a running back, wide receiver, or tight end. Yeah. And a defense. But they're all going to play, though. They're all so yeah. They're all gonna play. As long yeah, if there's a bye week, then I can't do much about that. If yeah, if there's a bye week, you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna that that's where a lot of the strategy comes in too, because you have to make sure that your backups are on the same bye week, which I've consistently screwed up. Um, but yeah, no, and then you know sometimes you get injuries, and then the the fun part of this is well, my favorite part of it is is, people get injured. My God, what's wrong with you? No, the trading. You didn't let me finish a sentence. No, I didn't want you to. Look, at, you're you're fitting right in. Paint me as a bad guy already. I always paint you as a bad guy. Um, I complained about you earlier before we started. You complain about everything though. So I do. She picked DeAndre Swift, huh? Well, she couldn't get Hurts, so that makes sense. Uh, I was gonna pick AJ. I I'm, I'm still so fucking pissed at this dude. Fight Isaiah. I'm, yeah. Ten followers before I have AJ. I mean, fight I, Isaiah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's agreeing to this, Isaiah. I'm just letting you know when you listen to this. You're going to have to get those hands ready. Yeah, you're going to have to get the hands ready, my boy. Hands ready for trades because I'm coming for you. Oh, no, I'm at fisticuffs. I'm at fighting. Uh, I'm fighting them with words for yeah, a trade. We have a very nice octagon right next to me. And when I mean not next to me, I mean it's AJ's rug in the basement. I'm about to say, it's just my rug in a basement. So if one of us goes down on our head, it's uh, it's getting cracked open. Yeah, as long as you don't land on the concrete, you'll be fine. Yeah. Who did? Oh, so... <laughs> So, so Ram actually psych- <laughs> reverse psychology Cam because he was the one I was thinking was going to take uh, Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> inadvertently, Cam said, "No, I'm not going to take him." And then Ram snuck away with him. So that's kind of funny. And I'm getting my boy. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you sure? I'm curious because I don't think is. <laughs> nope, it's Herbie. So I got, so we literally had well because one was a keeper, but we literally had Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Herbert all go back to back to back. So that's all, and you have Josh Allen as your keeper, so that's four QBs in the yeah. fourth round already. All the quarterbacks are basically gone. So I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I, w- I can't wait to see who Ram picks because I, I wonder who his guy is. It's probably Burrow. Makes Pro- sense. Probably Burrow. That's probably what he's gonna go with. Isaiah is up on the board. Isaiah has AJ Brown, Jalen Waddle, Miles Sand. He won last year. Well, he split the win with Ram because uh, the whole Bills unfortunate thing with uh, Demar Hamlin, who yeah. and he got hurt with that. So it kind of it de- it messed up a lot of uh, fantasy playoffs. Nah, that's fair. Let's see, with five, four, three, two, one. Time's up. He he picked Aaron Rodgers for him. That's his fault for falling asleep again. So now that's four QBs in a row. 
And then, oh, so it was Justin Fields. Okay. That's five QBs in a row, dude. Oh, Joey. Joey, why didn't you pick another QB? Pick Darren Waller. Huh, interesting. All right, yeah. Bill, you got your, your fifth. I think we're only going to be on here for maybe another two rounds or so. Um, so who do you think you're going to pick for uh, your, your fifth round pick? Have you even given it much thought? I've been looking, but I don't know. Because I'm going for my wide receiver. Yeah? I don't know. So let's see who you got wide receiver-wise. You got Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy, Drake London, Christian Watson. This is the So these we're getting cl close to the ones that you don't really know who these are. I saw Odell Beckham. He wouldn't be a bad pick, actually. Um, even though he's old, he's going to be wide receiver one on the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's going to be good. Isaiah texted, I'm so upset. I didn't want Rodgers. Close the wrong tab on Chrome. <laughs> That's what you get for stealing A.J. Brown from me. That's what he gets me. for being multitasking with his hands. I'm just confused on why it auto-picked Aaron Rodgers. There, he wasn't even that high on like the, the, the all board. So. Yeah. Interesting that the computer said, nah, you need a QB, my boy. Let's, let's get you one. Because normally it just picks whoever is the best at that, at that moment. Um, but honestly, that's not a bad pick, but let's see. So Austin's picking right now with 20 seconds left. This man, I, he is, he is an enigma in life and in fantasy football. I don't know what he's going to do. Um, he might actually try to go, um, pick, yeah, he's, he might wait a little bit for a running back from the, from Miami, but, um, uh-oh, will he pick? He's got no. six, oh, five, draft. He's in four, a game, I three, two. One. George Kittle. CPU pick, baby. Let's go. This is what we like to see. It says he was in there, too, so I don't know why. It, he, he must be in, like, a league game or, yeah, or ball game something. or something like that. So, Bill, it looks like you're, uh, you got a few selections to pick from. What are you thinking? You say you're going for wide receiver? Yeah, I'm going to finish that up, and then I'll do my tight end and then flex. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Let's, let's take a look. Let's try and help you out here. Yeah, see these these are a lot of people that it's like it's they're they're like solid start. Like Terry McLaurin realistically probably shouldn't have dropped this low. Um, but I don't know, it's just he's he's with a rookie QB that hasn't really been proven it's the Washington Redskins, so like he's a stud, but he's not on, you know, a stud team either. Are you picking your uh Yeah. Who was it? Odell Beckham Jr. I like it. I like the pick. Just making it simple. I'm picking quickly. I like the pick. I, do. I don't wait. I just pick. Well, Bill, you got uh, you got a lot more picks to go. I know. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I have five more picks. I'm like, come on. We'll we'll go through my fifth round pick, and then I think we'll we'll yeah, end it. Fine. But what what's like one of the main questions you have like for the whole season of, of fantasy? How do I win? How do you win? Yes. Like I said, eighty percent luck. Eighty no percent luck. Because I'm not gonna pay attention to this. Son of a bitch. He really picked him that high. Jay Smith. Huh? Jay Smith? Or Jackson Smith? Yeah, so Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, he was touted as the best wide receiver to come out of here. I, I have him on my dynasty team. Um, I didn't think he, he – so he, he broke his hand. Oh. He got surgery on it, and they still have um, a timetable to say that he's actually going to play week one, which is kind of crazy. Good. But I was I didn't expect him to get taken this high up, especially with McLaurin, Judy, Watson, Goblin, Ayuk, like yeah. all these people. Um, Austin still in the auto draft. Yeah, Austin, you need to. I, I'm gonna have a few words with you. Oh, he picked 
with with hey, the hey, buzzer beater. I apologize. I apologize. Um, let's see. So, I don't really know if I want to get a, a a tight end right now. Like, I still think I can get a, a a solid one down the line. I might actually roll with. Let's see. I have I have two running backs, two wide receivers. What I have on the board is McLaurin, Matson, who I I don't think will have that that solid of a year. Jerry Judy, Cam Akers, who I think will actually pop off. Christian Watson, who's a stud. I have some options here. You do? But but when it's all said and done, I actually can pick a tight end. You can. I might hold off, actually, since I do have a few picks to go. Yeah, you got some time. Well, I can tell you this because really, you, you won't pick, but Dallas Goddard's on the board. Yeah, I noticed that. I might actually roll with a Dallas Goddard. Mm, you do, you. We're going to try. We're going to try. So Ed Boy's on. on he, he picked Rashad White in the fourth round? He's he's a good running back, but he severely underperformed in his rookie year last year, and he he hasn't been like too tired of this year. So we're uh, let's hope. Yeah, let's hope he has a good. And J.K. Dobbins, I'm excited for him. He was he's been consistently hurt, um, especially in his his young career. But towards the end of last year, when he came back, he finally started getting into full swing of things, and he looked just as explosive. And everyone got excited. So we're expecting a really big year from him in the fantasy community, but. We'll see. I mean, running running back is a, you, which you'll learn, is a very um, fickle position to be in. Is it? Yeah, because that's, that's the biggest position that kind of gets hurt. I gotcha. Um, a lot of ACLs. Just, so just have a backup, backup running back. So that's why a lot of people were doing the, uh, doing the no running back for a little bit there, just because, like, you would get your wide receivers, especially in a PPR. Yeah. And running backs at the time weren't doing a lot of um, uh, receiving out of the backfield. Only very yeah, yeah. specific people were. Um, but nowadays, like with with how many injuries there have been, the star running backs, the whole con- uh, contract controversy, um, people are kind of lowering a little bit of the value on running backs, and mm. it's it's kind of scary. I gotcha. Um, oh, rant Ed Ed Boy got Rams. Uh, running back James Conner in our dynasty league in any trade in any trade or in any message uh, Ram would literally say hey James Conner is available and yeah. everyone tells him to piss off so nobody wants James Conner like in in all actuality objectively yeah he is he has enough volume and he's a bruiser back where if they get down to the goal line they're scoring with him They'll go through with him yeah and he's like realistically a top 15 fantasy running back which is definitely wanted yeah, he'll be consistent, but he's old. He's on the worst team in the NFL, and I mean, you don't really know how well they're going to get down to the goal line, that kind of stuff. So I gotcha. Um, let's see. Will I get snaked? Probably. We got Ram on the board. Brandon Ayuk was picked before him. We also have Isaiah. Uh, people are there's people in a Zoom call for this this draft, so we might actually hop in afterwards okay. too. Um, let's see what Dr- Ram, uh, his keeper was Devontae Smith, and he picked TJ Hawkinson. Now, my God, for the last pick, or right before the last pick of this podcast, Isaiah's on the clock right before me. Does the he, true villain. Does he do it again? Does Probably. he go, you know what? I see Dallas Goddard's on the board. I'm going to pick him. No, he no, does he not. Let's go. Um... 
do I risk now? Nah, I'll I'll run it with 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 my boy Goddard. Fuck. So, was that here? Yeah. <laughs> was that your sleeper? Yeah, I was waiting on that one. Nah, especially nowadays, like he's he's such a, a solid tight end. I was like, I just want to get more Philadelphia people so I can get more <laughs> attention. But I I don't know. I, I I enjoyed this little draft night. I think I think next year we'll make this a little bit bigger. Have more people on board. Yeah. Kind of do a bigger be like thing. Everyone here it would be a little better. Yeah, but it'll be fun. But uh, do you got anything else to say, Bill? Nope. Uh, hey guys, remember um, as always, please, 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 please email us at Bill and AJ Media. Okay, don't know what that was. Uh, oh, you picked <laughs> the Eagles defense. Damn it. Who did? Your mom. My mom picked the Eagles defense. Yeah, she picked the Eagles defense. Ew. I wanted to do that. <laughs> Ew. Interesting. Um, Alrighty. But remember, email us at Bill and AJ. Uh, oh, sorry, not at. Not fucking Bill. Can you do it for me? Because every Bill time. Bill and AJ Media at gmail .com. I have a stroke. You do. Um, and then reach out to us on Twitter at uh, AMB Sports Media. Why am I having strokes? Dude? Because you're too focused on draft. Yeah, it is my pick, actually. It is. Uh, um, but on that note, my name is AJ. And I'm Bill. And uh, you know what? I'm going I'm to give you a little secret. I am picking Mike Williams. Yeah, All right, everybody. Adios. Take care. Bye. If gambling has become a problem for you or for someone you know, please call 1-800-GAMBLER to seek free, confidential, 24-7 problem gambling assistance. You can also text SUPPORT to 533-42 to get more information about problem gambling behavior.